Do you ever have one of those days where everything is driving you crazy? Anything your kids say? Just give me five minutes on my own. That's all I need. And then you realise it's not so bad. They're not so bad. Nothing is that bad, really. Because, look, it's not just kids. Whether they're your kids, or someone else's kids, or not biologically your kids, doesn't matter who it is, people will wind you up. From the smallest baby sitting in front of you on an airplane, screaming their little lungs out, to the oldest person you've ever met, sitting in front of you on a flight, constantly coughing and clearing their throat and sniffing and snorting and making all sorts of unpleasant sounds. People just wind you up. And you know, everyone gets something that gets on their nerves. Everyone has something that just drives them a little bit to the point of distraction. But no one does it on purpose. And no one is infallible. I do things that drive other people off their head. I'm sure you do too. We all do. But we can all take a minute. We can all take a deep breath. And this is something that really does work for me. It's a cliche. Again, cliches are cliches because they work. So for me, the cliche that I use, the cliched device, if you like, that I implement is deep breaths. If I can feel my stress levels rising, whether I'm driving or whether I'm just trying to explain a point to someone or whether L or J are getting on and on at me about something or my wife getting on at me about something, a big deep breath. And then a few more. And if needed, just close my eyes and slowly count to ten in my head. Or out loud, if I can. Take a breath and realise it's not so bad. You'll get through today. You'll get through another day. Just keep the head. Or as we say in Scotland, keep the heed. There are so many things kids do that drive us crazy. Arguing about something they are so sure they're right about. Or just constantly asking for something. I want this. My friend at school's got this and I really need one. I need it. I need it. I need it. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Can I get more pocket money so I can save up for this thing? Can I get more pocket money so I can buy a skin on Fortnite? Can I get more pocket money just because my friend's getting more pocket money? Well, no, it's not really. You don't get pocket money just, you know, to equal your friends. You can earn more money sometimes. Not always. Okay, well, what if I, what if I, if I tidy my room? That's a good start. How about 
joint, you can, you know, learn to mow the lawn. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. You could hoover, you know, vacuum the house. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. You could do the dishes every night. No, I don't want to do Well, listen, you need to earn money. I can't just give you extra money just because. I can't just buy you that thing just because your friend's got it and you need to be equal. It's not really how the world works. But I need it. Well, you can't. Ah, oh, I hate you. No, just calm it down. No. And then they go upstairs banging about. Bang, bang, bang all the way up the stairs. Banging the doors. Banging the walls. Stomping about heavily on the floorboards upstairs. And you're sitting like... Sometimes. Take a breath. And you're being unfair. You're not. But in their mind, you're being unfair. Why can't you see? They need that thing. They need those shoes. They need that new game. They need the new game's console. You're being so unfair. You just have to remember. Try to remember back to when you were that age. Nothing was easy, was it? Nothing seemed easy. Everything was easy, but nothing seemed easy. Everyone's getting on at you. Oh, teachers getting on at me at school. My friends are getting on at me because I don't have this new game. Parents are getting on at me for everything. We're not really. We're just trying to guide you in the right direction. We're just trying to keep you safe. We're just trying to let you see things, actions have consequences. We're just trying to let you see that if you want something, you have to work for it. We're just trying to let you see you don't have to follow the leader. You don't have to have the same things or do the same things as your friends. You can be independent. You can be your own person. We're trying to let you see that there are rules that you have to follow throughout life. We can't change the rules. We don't make the rules. Some of these rules are just going to be there forever and that's a fact and even my dog sometimes winds me up I love I love my dog unconditionally and he loves me unconditionally and I love every bit of him and he's just seen something out the window oh I thought he was going to go and bark thankfully he did not but sometimes I get to the point of, it's frustration, it is frustration on both our parts. Same with kids. He's trying to tell me something and I don't know what he's trying to tell me. And I'm trying to tell him something and he doesn't know what I'm saying. He's barking and barking and pimpering and whining. So, oh, he must need out, so I let him out. Nope, he just goes and stands at the door and looks about and walks back in. Okay, is he, wait, is he hungry? Surely not, but okay. Give him some more food. Looks at it, sniffs it, walks off. 
does he does he want to play? We'll get his favourite toy out. Let's have a fight. Let's play. Let's wrestle. Not interested. Does he need to go for a big walk? Get his lead on. Get him out. He goes round. Does his business. I pick up that business. Always pick up the, your dog's business, please. I come back. We're both soaked to the bone. Freezing wet. Freezing cold, sorry. And miserable. But we're back. And then he sits in front of me. And he's barking and whimpering. And I don't know what he wants. There's nothing wrong with him. He's healthy, he's safe. He, uh, in my mind, I'm convinced. I'm convinced he's just winding me up. And he's probably thinking, why aren't you giving me what I want? I don't know what you want. <sighs> There's a lot of stress in the world. For everyone. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to guess you're in a reasonably lucky position. I'm guessing you have either a phone or a computer that you're listening to this podcast on. I'm going to guess that you've got a roof. I'm going to guess that you have a roof above your head and food in your belly. I'm going to guess there are people around you who care for you and who you care for. Now, I could be wrong about all of that, but I think if you're listening to a podcast in the first place, you're in a relatively privileged position. You're not homeless. You're not living on the streets. You're not starving. You're not, you know, in one of the worst parts of the world for human life to grow. So let that be your stress ball. Let that be your anger management. Remember how lucky you are, how good you've got it compared to others. Now you might be the poorest person in your street, in your city. You might have the lowest income, the smallest house, the least amount of friends, the most basic food and clothing. But there are still people far worse off than you. So use that as your stress management. Think how lucky you are. And I know it's easier said than done to think about all that when your blood's racing, your heartbeat is thumping, and you can feel the stress building inside your head. It's not easy to think about those things. It's not easy to think, right, I'll, I'll stop, I'll count to ten, I'll take a few breaths. Because sometimes I'm bad when I'm driving. Now, luckily, most of the driving I do is on my own. And luckily, I do manage to catch myself most times but there have been a few times a few occasions when I've been driving along a road which is marked at 60 miles an hour or along the motorway which is 70 miles an hour 
and I'm stuck behind someone who's gone 40 miles or 50 miles or 30 miles an hour and I'm, come on, sitting behind the wheel going, come, move, you silly, move, you, ah! but eventually I realise it's pointless, absolutely pointless sitting, working myself up into an absolute rage, I'll just wait for a safe place to pass and I'll pass. But there's no point giving myself stress lines or heart failure or an aneurysm trying to vent my anger at these people I don't even know. My goodness, even thinking about this stuff winds me up. (laughs) But try to think about why your kids are winding you up. Or whoever it is. Try to think about why they're winding you up, how they're winding you up, and think, are they doing it on purpose? Nine times out of ten, no, they're not. Nine times out of ten, if it's kids, they're either trying to get their point across or trying to see you, trying to make you see reason as they see it. Or they're trying to explain something to you in their own way. Just listen. Just take a break and listen to them. I believe that most people in the world are good. You get a few bad apples, but I think most people are inherently good. No one's out to try and get you. No one's out to completely drive you to distraction or drive you to despair by stressing you out or winding you up or annoying you. You'll get a few people through your work life who do wind you up and they think it's funny and that's fine. If you can laugh it off, great. If you can take the joke and roll with the joke and treat it as a joke, then eventually they'll think, well, this person's great, or they'll think, oh, they're not getting wound up these days, there's no point in doing it anymore. You'll either make them a new friend, or you'll take away their power. Either way, it's win-win. A few other ways to de-stress. Go for a shower or a bath. A bath is great. If you have the luxury of having a bathtub, fill it with water as warm as you can comfortably stand and just lie there. Put on some relaxing music or a podcast you want to listen to or an audiobook and just lie there and relax. Don't fall asleep. Don't go under the water. You know, just <laughs> just relax. Or go for a walk. I think one of the best exercises in the world is walking. Walk. If you're trying to lose weight, walk half an hour away from your house and then walk back and do that every day and you're walking an hour a day. Eventually build up to jogging if you want, but if not, don't worry, because walking is great for your joints. It protects them, whereas jogging's a little bit harsher on joints. 
Walking is great for fat loss, as we said. It's great for building up your stamina. And it is great for clearing your mind. You can put something on your headphones to listen to if you want. But sometimes it's nice just to listen to nothing. Enjoy the sounds of nature. And for other people, it's other forms of exercise. Everyone is different. I used to lift weights a lot. I loved that. I really loved lifting weights. I love using punch bag. That's more high energy. And after it, I feel great. Endorphins are flying through me. I'm de-stressed as much as I can be. It's different things for different people. Another thing you could do, book yourself a little treat. Book yourself a little massage. Now, you can get relaxation massages, but I find a deep tissue massage is unbeatable. Just loosen up every muscle, every knot in your body and again de-stress. Similarly, <clears throat> something else I've been going to recently over the last year is a chiropractor. Now people have different opinions on chiropractor chiropody, chiropractory. Anyway, people have different opinions. I really enjoyed it. I felt the benefits. I think my hips and my spine and my neck are more the position and the shape they should be. When I first went, I was all over the place. And when you feel that crack, you hear that crack and you feel, literally feel the stress knots in your neck melt away. It's so good. It is Incredible. Book yourself a little treat like that. Or book yourself... Go and buy yourself some aromatic candles, if you like that type of thing. Book yourself a yoga class. Or feng shui. Not feng shui. Well, you can organise your your room as you want it. Some people find that relaxing. Decluttering. Decluttering is really good. Not only will you go through all your old things thinking... Oh, I haven't seen that for years. I'll keep that out. You'll do that. But also you'll lighten your load, literally. You'll take stuff you haven't seen for years or used for years and think, never going to use that again. Put it in the bin or recycle it or give it to charity or give it to someone else who would use it. And after that, you'll feel better. And declutter your mind. That's a good anti-stress tactic declutter your mind what I do now as well as being an entertainer I am a qualified hypnotherapist and hypnotist okay so something I taught myself was to think of things think of something think of something from my life I don't like, didn't enjoy something that was a bad experience, let's say. And I'll imagine that thing and one of the tactics you can do is imagine 
the scene playing out as if you're watching it on a movie screen. Watch the scene play out and then watch it again, but this time the colours are slightly faded. Then watch it again and this time it's almost black and white. Then watch it again and this time it is faded black and white, like a really, really old film. Then watch it again and it's really hard to see it. Watch it again and it's a clear screen. You've wiped away that image, wiped away that scene from your mind. Or my favourite one is take that scene, make it a snapshot, take a snapshot of whatever the bad experience was, picture it in your mind, and picture rolling up into a little ball, and then you can throw it, throw that little ball onto a fire. What I do is imagine a super powerful catapult and or slingshot and put the rolled up scene the rolled up photo of the scene in the slingshot pull it all the way back stretch it so far fire it off and it goes flying into the sun and burns up and never see it again never think about it again that's one way to declutter your mind of bad memories I'm going to go now, but I hope this episode has helped you to see nothing's that bad, nothing's worse. Nothing is worth all the stress you've got, all the stress you give yourself. And when it comes to kids, just remember they're kids. Just remember you were a kid once. Try to remember what it was like for you. And remember, you are being unfair, even though you're not. But to them, you are being unfair. I'll speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening once again. And give me feedback. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Let me know what you think of previous episodes. Hopefully you'll find the episodes these days are a little bit better edited because I've learned how to, basically. And hopefully you'll find some something useful from these episodes. Give me a message at the stepfarther podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook at the stepfarther. Thanks very much. Goodbye.